Texas flexing, rolling through the SWAT. Reppin' for the city, hear him in the parking lot. Houston written across the jersey, ain't gon' never stop. Just fans got me tuning in, waiting for the drop. Astro Texas Rockets, Dynamo, they coming with it. When they pull up, got the city sitting on a fitted. Straight out A Leaf, hold it down, ain't gon' never quit it. Just fans got me tuning in, let my dog get it. Southwest A Leaf, Texas, throw down here and it's so infectious. We ride for the Houston Astros, Rockets, Dynamo, and them Texans. How's it going, everybody? It's Carlos, your host of the Just Fans Podcast, and I got Rios in the house. How's it going, Rios? Is it just me or did January feel like the longest month ever? <laughs> Bro, January lasted like four years, dude. That's how long it was. January was the longest month so far, and it's only been the first month of the year. Yeah. Hey, and today we got the one and only Tito Stafford. How's it going, Tito, man? Nice to have you here. Welcome to the show, man. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Appreciate you guys for having me on the show. No problem, yeah, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you. What you think of the intro? <laughs> we just got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I bang with it, man. I like it. There you go. There you go. Hey, man. So uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. We've uh, this is like this is the second year that we've uh, we've done this where we had an NFL draft prospect on the show and uh, uh like i told you all fair like the ones that the ones that were on they were able to sign on to an nfl team they were uh un undrafted free agents but hey they got signed on not yeah. saying that we're responsible for it I'm just saying that hey three, three and oh. we're three and oh <laughs> we baby we're three and oh <laughs> we're three and oh anyway, we're taking full we got, credit no, I'm just <laughs> we're taking full credit all right so we got our first comment uh eli dunn what's up y'all how's it going thanks right. for checking us out man uh, first of all, before we start, I want to say uh, people can follow you, right? Uh, at T uh, Tito Beal, is that correct? On yeah, yeah, IG and on X. Follow him up so you can follow his journey, his uh, his workouts, and all that that he's gonna. I guess that he's gonna post or whatever on his way to his NFL journey. I'm. This is one of the. This is one of those that I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, you started. Um, you went to college at Alabama State, correct? For is it the first three years of your career? Yeah. Yes, sir. How was how was the the culture over there in Alabama State? Um, it was one of none. It was uh, it was just one of none. You know, uh, predominant. It was a historically black college, so it was like, um, you know, everything is just like it's like almost like family. You know, just going there, it's, uh, immaculate, immaculate like scenery, and you know, it's just like one. It's like one love. It's just it's just like one love. That's all I can say about it. That's good. That's good. What? So, uh, in in Alabama, did you did you automatically know you were going to play? Uh, have you been playing O line your entire like career through high school since you were a kid, or is there another position that you uh, that you really kind of you know like, but you know you you kind of you went into the O line instead? Yeah, I played. I didn't. Uh, I didn't play offensive line until my eleventh grade year. I was a I was a receiver, quarterback. Um, I played every linebacker. Uh, I played D line, mostly D line. But like when I got to high school, that's when I just played D line my um, freshman and sophomore season. And then offense, they got me because I, our um, like my defensive coordinator, we ran, we automatically, we ran four, four to ten gashes before practice, and automatically defense had to run four plus. After practice, so like it was one day in spring, my the offensive line coach was like, "Man, you know we don't run gashes, man. Come over here, stop running them gashes." One day, like my defensive coordinator made us run like 
30 gashes almost. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to O-line, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired just listening to it. Like, man, I feel like sweating as you talked about it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah, I'm going to O-line, man. I just, I went, I put on a white jersey. You never take it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, man. No, and that's what I was going to ask you. Like, where did you feel like it was easier for you? But obviously, you answered that question. Uh, uh, the O line, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that you uh, you got to be in that position. But that's the cool thing about it, though. You're 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 multi talented in a way, so you can you're kind of like flexible to kind of move around a bit or whatnot, right? Yeah, so yes, that works. That works. All right. So which was it, which position did you prefer, a center or a guard? I know you played both in college. Which one did you prefer? Um, I'm more, I'm more prefer center, more prefer center. Yeah. But I just play I play guard, both guards, because just it's like I'll naturally play guard, but I, I like center more. Depending okay. on offense too, I like center more. Uh, is there a reason why you like center more, or just wondering? Um, you just you in control. Of, it's like you control everything. It's like. Nothing move off you. It's like everything moves off you. Like just, and it's easy. You always have you always have help as a center. Like even unless it's a uh, nose in the front, but still, even with that, like more likely you got a double team. But like you always have help. So like it's really easy. Like it's like an easier job almost. Okay, okay. not bad, not bad. So the uh, if I'm not mistaken, towards your senior year, you transferred out to uh, to New Mexico, the Lobos, right? Yeah. How was that transition, and how much different was it than you know from when you were in Alabama State to New Mexico? Like, yeah, so it was a, it was um, it was almost like a culture shock, but just like the first, I can say like the first um, week to a month, it was like a culture shock. But like I transferred there with, um, I had two other teammates with me from Alabama State, so it was three of us up there in um, Albuquerque. So it was just like, honestly, once it got to a point, it was just like us three. It was just like, we just playing football and kicking it in, in Albuquerque. <laughs> like it wasn't, <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't that much of a, like, I feel like the first, you know, waking up, seeing them out and seeing like different scenery. It's like, it was better though. It was like, I won't say, yes, it was better. It's better experience. Cause it's just like, the whole town is for love. Like it's for the before you know it's they love like from anywhere you go. If you a good, you know, outstanding young man, you know, you don't disrespect, you know, you're respectable. It's just right. love. Like it's just love. Everyone, everyone always in a good, you know, good state of mind, good mood. Like and it's just like more supporting. Like, you know, you can feel the like, yeah, like the support, the love in the town. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so how, how much different, I guess, was the football program in New Mexico than it was in Alabama state? Like, did you, did you have like an easy transition or was it, or was it a little bit more complicated? Did you feel like you have to step your game up a lot more? How did you feel about that transition going to New Mexico? Um, what I can say, what I can say about the transition, it was, it wasn't like more of a game, you know, like when you play college football, if you, at a certain level, like, you know, you have a certain skill, but, like, it was day in and day out, the grind, the grind had to change, the way you attack the day, the way you practice, the way you lift, the way you ate. It was, it was, that was different. Um, You know, like, it's not, it's less slack. It's constant move. Like, I was at, I can say, like, at my old school, like, at, at Alabama State, 
you know, you got periods where, like, people can sit on the bench. You know, like, you know, the periods where it's relaxed. It's yeah. like, we don't have benches <laughs> in New Mexico <laughs> State. New Mexico, like, we don't have benches in there. So it's all, you moving, everything moving. Every, if you're not moving, you're not standing still. Like, it's everything is moving. Everything is going fast. This is just, it's constant. So, like, from, it was just more of a work ethic. I had to step my work ethic up. Yeah. far as to match the to match my new surroundings oh that's awesome so yeah it's almost like you're always on the go there if i'm not mistaken right that's what it seems like it's always on the go from what you're telling me yeah yeah, yes, sir. yeah that's awesome rio's got anything so um so i know you're from florida and you've been to alabama and you've been to new mexico we're big foodies so which yeah. which state do you prefer the food in out of curiosity Oh, I love my food. I love my Miami food. My South, my South Florida food. I love it. Uh, my, you know, it's different. Um, it's, it's just different cultures. You know, you have everything down here. You have, you have your Hispanics. You have your um, Haitian. You have your Bahamian cuisine, Jamaican. You have a bunch of cultures like so to go to 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 eat at. You know, like New Mexico. You know, you still have. It. We love to get. They they famous for the green chili. We love yeah. to get. Chili, yeah, we, <laughs> chili, but like, um, yeah. Other than that, like, yeah, it's, I, I love the the Miami food. You guys gotta come down here one day. You will see for yourself. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, I have I have a few friends that uh, one of my bosses is lived in Miami, and I'm sorry, not in Miami, and I think it's Fort Fort Lauderdale, but would often frequent over there to Miami. So she was talking about the Cuban food that uh, is over there. The Cuban food. Yeah, so um yeah, we're like real said here, we're we're big foodies. So, you know, we live in Houston. So Houston is known for also for having a lot of diverse food, you know, here and here in the city. Uh at any time of the day you can go and go some, you know, and you walk five minutes, you get you go five you drive five minutes, you get to a different food or whatever, right? So yeah, like all being, over Indian all food. over, yeah. Jamaican food, African food, like any type of food you could think of, it's within like a five minute drive. Oh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Exactly. So what was the uh so going into New Mexico, what was one of those foods that that people told you, hey, you gotta try, but you weren't too sure of, and then you finally tried it and you're like, Oh wow, I can't live, I almost can't live without this kind of a thing, or this is something that I really, really enjoyed that I hadn't tried before. Yeah, it's the once again the the green chili. The green chili, yeah, they put it on. It's everything. Green chili is put. It's when you get there. That's something that they can literally put green chili macaroni. Like I'm oh, talking shit. about, yeah. <laughs> right. Like a lot of people, a lot of people used to knock it. See, I'm a spice kind of guy, so like yeah. a lot of people like, man, it's overrated. Is this and that? So I'm like, all right, let me try it for myself. Until like they, I'm talking about they, they have a say. It's like a make your own burger. They got green chili as a condiment to put on that burger. Like, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, assuming just, every place has their own version of the green chili also, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. <laughs> every, every place has it. Like, if it's not a... If it's, McDonald's have a green chili cheeseburger. Yeah. No way. <laughs> the, the, the McDonald's have a, a, yeah, have a green chili cheeseburger. Jeez, that, that's new. That's something that I haven't seen in the in the menu, obviously, here. It's it's insane. I never heard of it. Oh, that's, yeah. I'm trying it for myself, man. That's, yeah. 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 They literally, yeah they, they literally have it. They literally have it in the, um, 
on their menu. Is there any food that you just thought, oh no, hell no, I am I'm not trying that at all. No matter what how much I get paid, I'm not trying that at all. <laughs> um nah, I can't really see. Not too many, not not too much food. Like like I say, I'm not trying that at all. Um mussels, clams and mussels. Oh, okay. The seafood. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I feel so one of mine before used to be oysters, and I was, I, it just looked disgusting to me to like finally tried it for myself. And you know, just add a little hot sauce to it, goes down easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oysters, yeah, them too. Yeah, it's like I just don't, I'm more of a, I'm a visual kind of guy. Visual, yeah. but they don't look, yeah, yeah. When it's like the texture thing, if it's a little too slimy, I'm like, yeah, I ain't touching that. I'm not, that's, not, that's just me, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would say I like. I need to be trying it. Hey, just I just close my eyes and just you know, eat it. <laughs> there you it's go. Not too bad. I, well, yeah, as long as you have hot sauce, I couldn't eat it just raw like that. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So let's see. Uh, let me ask. Did so tell me something about New Mexico or or how do you call it or um Alabama State that it was very special to you. About either one of the schools doesn't matter. Um, I can see, I can say at New Mexico, um, at New Mexico, during the summer, we had every Wednesday. Wednesday was our off. It was, I say Wednesday was our off day. Uh, we just lift. We just lift on Wednesday, so we didn't. Um, everyone just lifted, and then we didn't run. Our coach used to have a uh, an event. He did an event every Wednesday throughout the summer. As far as um, something he had a he had a mansion. One thing about Albuquerque too, I look everybody got mansions. Out <laughs> like everybody, <laughs> yeah, like everybody got mansions. I mean, yeah, like I got teammates, teammates. Their parents, their parents lived in mansions. But like, yeah, so like we'll come to yeah, he'll have send the buses out, and we'll either go to we'll go to his house. Have pool, basketball. Um, do have like an event at his house, or we'll go bowling, team bowling. Or like it was always a team bunning. Um, oh, I like that. Every Wednesday, yeah. So like, and it was like, you know, coming from like where like we meeting their wives, you know, meeting their family, meeting their child, meeting their kids, and it's like we grew, we really grew together as a family. Like I know. They know our little brothers and sons. Some people have kids, children. We know their kids and stuff. And it's like it was like we really grew together. It was just bigger than football. There, I can say that. That's awesome. Bigger than football. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's great team bonding and team building. And you know that's the purpose of it because you get to because you never know who you know who you might meet that might help you later on in the future too. You know, it's great networking, but besides that, it's human connection, you know, it's human connection. And, and like you said, you were happy to meet their families or it's everybody, you know, so it's, it's good for team building. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our team building when we played soccer was drinking in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Very different from a uh, professional to, uh, to our indoor yeah. soccer league, just drinking in the park. That was our team building. <laughs> yeah. spending an hour saying goodbye to each other <laughs> yeah exactly so um just uh, uh just wondering um how do you keep yourself you know this is more of a mental i guess more of a mental question here 
uh, you know, you have, I'm sure you've been in, in teams where you have just completely, where it's been almost like a lost season where it's just, everything's not going the way it's supposed to. Um, basically everything that can go wrong goes wrong. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you stay motivated during times like that? How, what keeps you going? What's that? What's what get, gives you that drive to keep going? Um, we just, you know, coming off certain seasons, I had without ending my college career, I had two seasons where you can say are like a depression, a kind of like, like you say, uh, a, a mental breaking, um, kind of deal. And it's like, it's discipline. Um, you have to learn that once you, when you go through things like that, you learn discipline. You learn that like motivation is not always going to be there. Sometimes you're not. It was a lot of times where you just wake up and like. Yeah, I don't want to do this, but that's <laughs> yeah. But that's the that's what motivation. Like you can't live life off motivation. You're not going to be motivated all the time. So like it was just discipline, just knowing that like it's always light at it. It's, the tunnel. It get dark. It don't just, yeah. you just have light at the beginning of the tunnel. Like, but it's always light at the end of every tunnel. Like no one ever built a one way tunnel to nothing. Like nothing yeah. else. So ever is one way tunnel. It's another side to it if it's one way. So you got to get out of it. So and you just keep going, you just use that to keep going. Um, just reminding myself every day, like I wrote something on every on every page where we do our notes. And it's just like today is just a day I'm going to give my all to it. Like, though the day might not be the first day, I will still give my all to it because only Lord knows what tomorrow holds. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I can be. Dude, those are awesome words. Like I love that. I, I I want to keep that one. Nobody ever builds a one way tunnel. I love that. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I love that. Oh man, I love that. It's very motivational. It just sounds like your mentality is like set forward, and obviously, I feel like you know and you're able to go through uh, those tough long seasons if you ever have them. Because you know you never guarantee to have a straight up successful season. So you got to be able to be. You know, I mean, not just motivated, like you said, but maybe, you know, just be able to bear with it and go through it, you know? Yeah, so. like I said, can't, can't always depend on motivation. That's, that's why I say everything, really, not just the sports, just life in general. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Just, so. They say you just learn the discipline part to life. Like, you take that on to life, like you see. Life is like uh, a lot of people you realize in this life, a lot of people don't have discipline. Forget the everything. Forget the common. You know, a lot of people don't have common sense. That's just that's understandable. But people yeah, just those common we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel know I me? Mean? So like, but discipline, knowing that, like, just keep doing it. Just knowing it's going to change. Just knowing that, like, it's 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 not doing it for in the end result. Get me? Like, life is no end result to life. What is our end result? So you feel me? So like, yeah, no. That like don't do it because I want something out of it. And that's something I had to learn throughout college. Like throughout college, you're doing certain things just to get in certain certain situations. Once I'm out of that situation, I'm done. Like, but and it, it, I can say like college kind of teaches you that because yeah. you know you got semesters. You, you once you're done in class, you'll never do that work again. You'll never like that that certain amount of work. Like I'm not doing that anymore. I can yeah. I can turn all that to forget all of that. So like, there's no. I, 
Yeah. I have yet to use X plus Y equals Z at any point in my life so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you got a comment from one of our one of our viewers here, Texan Seven says this guy is awesome. Would love to see him in Houston. There you go. There you go. Hey man. So as you can tell, we're big uh, Houston Texans fans. That's that's uh, you know uh, that's our team. Have you? I know you're you know you're in college during this time and things like that. Do you? How often do you keep up with these uh, NFL teams? Um, you know, you just you watch it. Um, um during the season, it's gonna be kind of hard to keep up with NFL teams right. because yeah. that Sunday, the Sunday that they're playing, this is Sunday that we're going to come in, work out, watch some, you know, evaluate yeah. what just happened the day before. So it'd be kind of hard to watch games and then like something. Then you know, it's just football. Once you end season, once you end football. Football is the least thing. Like, like you just watching all the film. I'm not watching nothing else. They don't have nothing to do. With <laughs> yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you. Yeah, right. so it's just yeah, it'd be hard to keep up with other things going. Like, if it, if it slip up, cross you'll see it. But like, we, I'm already so invested into football already. It'd be like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Did you ever I see him growing up? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I was always a tease. I was always a tease head. Until I was a tease head until we when we made the move to keep um we drafted Jordan Love first round, then gave Aaron Rodgers a max contract. And it was like we lost Devontae Adams and I'm like Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't know what we doing. Let me just go home to Miami. I ended up just going back to Miami, get my made my Miami my favorite team, but I, I like the direction we going in with back with the T's heads. I might bandwagon back on. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a bandwagon. Yeah, but like, like I went home though. I ain't go to a new team. I just went to Miami. You feel me? Yeah. I, I went to a place All I right. grew up in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, your default team. There you go. But yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh I see, yeah, the direction they're going now. I'm like, ooh, it looks like Jordan Love has actually might be the guy. Might be their guy. Yeah. And so yeah, I said, talk about yeah. lucky man. Three quarterbacks like you got Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I throw love up be the guy. Man. I think, and that's why I say I think we should have when we made the. I love the move of us getting him. I thought we was getting him, you know, to 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 say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers yeah. all the time. Because have imagine him still with Devontae Adams. That'd be cool. Well, that team fell apart, you know, like yeah. that. Team, yeah. So. Oh yeah. All right. Exactly. All right. Um, another question that I wanted to ask. So I, I teach, uh, so my, my actual job is I'm a, I'm a teacher, right? Uh, I teach little kids and I know how important it is to keep kids motivated, to keep, you know, to make sure that these kids, um, you know, go down the right path and don't discourage them. And just motivation is my key. So my question to you is, do you have a favorite teacher or did you have a favorite teacher that you just – Never forgot uh, for just kind of being there for you. Yeah. Um, back in middle school, I was kind of, I was kind of a troubled kid. I won't say trouble. You know, middle school was just that's just the, that that mid sex. Yeah. I used to be in um in school suspension, in school suspension, and the in school suspension teacher was an older guy, Mister Eric Bird. He, mm-hmm. it's like he spoke metaphors, like. It's like every his sentence was just like some powerful stuff. Like he, yeah, he'll say some power. And if you heard, if you listen, you know a lot of people didn't listen. Like, but if you listen, he was telling you stuff that's like for life. 
for for like that stuff that can take you on for the rest of your life. And he was always yeah. a guy like saying like, even though yeah, I, I'm over indoor suspension. Yeah, you're supposed to be a bad. I'm supposed to treat you like you in in jail and school. But like, he wasn't that. He was like, man, you you're you're bigger than this. He used to bring books to the indoor suspension. Like he knew I was in there for a week. He'll bring lunch. Like, no, nah, like I I want you. So it was like. He motivated me. Like, he told me every day about football. Like, it's before I was in. I played football, but, like, I was always good at football, but I didn't take it serious. I was, they knew I was a little kid who was good. And, like, I was a little fat kid who was good. I'm not, I was like, <laughs> yeah. So he was like, no, nah, man. I see. He was naming this one NFL player. I don't remember his name, but he was like, he came here. He always, he was in here every day, just like you. Uh, he ended up choosing his own route going from the school and he always just compared me to this, this other guy and he just gave me hope because like football wasn't like a lot of there wasn't no motivation like you said it wasn't a lot of people motivating young kids to do something better with their lives it was a lot of people like man you go you, you going down the path telling you the path you're going down and like they not telling you the better path they just tell you yeah you're going down the path of destruction but like show me the path the other path because what I don't know I can't, I can't, I don't know. What I don't know is right, I don't know is wrong. Like, I don't yeah. know that what I'm doing yeah. is wrong. I mean, I'm people 12 years old, I, I tell me what I'm doing wrong and lead me to the right. Don't just tell me I'm doing wrong and I don't know what's right. That's all I know. And see, that's the thing. Uh, a lot of people, sorry, I, I can go off on a whole tangent about this. <laughs> people, like, don't understand that, that they feel like they have to be a hard ass every single time, and that's not the case. You got to be able to show people love. You got to show people respect. And you got to guide young kids in the right direction. Like that that teacher that you said was there for you and told you those things that look at you now. Years later, you remember those things. Like anybody else is just kind of like, eh, I don't care what he says, whatever. But you still remember those things. So, and that's the thing. Like that that's how you know that he stuck with you because like, you were able to remember that moment and almost his exact same words. So at that point, it's just like, whatever you took, you took it to heart. And that's how it should be. He did his job. You know what I mean? He did exactly what you're supposed to. Because it's so easy for somebody in a position of power to just kind of be like, at that moment, to just be a hard ass on you and just tell you what you're doing wrong, but doesn't show you the right way how to correct it. You know? And this guy, with his words, like you said, just kind of, you know, those words stick to you till this day still, you know? So... Whatever he did, it obviously seemed to work, and you're going down the right path. Hey, you're about to go. You're you're like on the NFL draft. You're you're on your way to the NFL draft. Like, how much better can that get, right? Like, this is your moment here, dude. This is your moment here. So, hey, you know, thank you to your teacher who uh, obviously you know did that that you were able to remember for that. So that's awesome, dude. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Appreciate um, what is uh something that you have? one of the hardest things that you've had to overcome in life and then um, you were able to over, over overcome, but it, you knew that it just took a toll on you. Um, I can see, I can see like when I was 12 years old, um, my brother, he had passed on Halloween, Halloween. Oh. When I was a kid, you know, you know, everyone loved Halloween, trick or treat, this and that. And that was the last time I seen last time I seen my brother, you know. He he was he was lifeless. So it was like 
a lot of things going on, you know, people who did it, the, the speculation of this and that, and it was easy to just turn to the streets. I mean, it was easy to just go, like, avenge my brother and, you know, do turn to that life. But it was like, um, the next day, the next day after my brother passed, we had like a had like a football game. Like I said, I played tight end, quarterbacks, and that. I had like a football game, and like the next day, like things I never knew I was doing. Like I ended up going for like twelve years old, one hundred and ten yards receiving, throwing for throwing for two two fifty. Got like five touchdowns. I got like some Lamar Jackson type. Of Lamar game. Jackson oh, shit man. going up there. <laughs> I'm talking about like everybody was just like you chosen and like and I just like my brother. Like I just spoke to my brother before that, and it just was like I just did things that I just never, I never knew I was capable of doing. And every day I'm just like, you know what? Let me try something new. Let me see this. Let me see that. And then I was just getting better at the game and better at just like keep myself occupied and I just knew like I can't just turn I can't this is my big brother who come to my he came to my window every every he ain't live with me he he lived with his mom but he came to my window every night to drop ten dollars off for the week on to for for snacks and stuff like he he he, he knocked on my window just tell me good night <laughs> just to, like and he had to walk back a whole nother mile to his house family oh, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, so I just knew it was bigger than me. It was bigger than, you know, some people, you know, some people, people have, someone has to come for someone has to go. And I guess it's just, it was bigger than me. It was bigger than just that. So, yeah, that's how that was. Jeez, man. That's, wow. I, I never would have expected that answer. That is, yeah. that is incredible what you went through. Uh, you know, the you know, I don't want to say the motivation, but the fact that the will that you had for your brother, uh, the respect and love that you had for you know telling that story and just me picturing it vividly as it went along, like you said, you him giving you like ten dollars and then walking back to his house, that just shows the love that he had for you. And I mean, and you just remembering that, you know, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I really am, but you know, I feel like in the at the end of it all. Number one, I'm sure he's definitely proud of the path you've gone and how, like you said, how easy it is to choose that path and you chose not to go through it and you're, you know, you're doing something with your life. And like, like I said, we're wishing the best for you, hope that you, you achieve all your goals that you need to achieve. But the fact that, that that was a huge motivator for you, I'm sure he's extremely proud of what you've become. Of. That's what I'm Appreciate you, yes, sir. No problem. Um, we got a comment from Texans Twenty Two local uh, local podcast here in Houston. Also, they do an amazing job. Uh, they have a lot of you know guests, Texans football players, and all that stuff. Also, um, that it only takes one person to care that can change your entire life's path. Yes, sir. Uh, that is true. That is true. Um, thank you for commenting. If you guys want to ask any questions to Tito, whoever's watching, comment on on. We'll uh, we'll read it along with you guys. But. Uh, Let's uh let's move on with more questions. Do you have any more any questions for for real? I'm sorry, I feel like I'm taking over. <laughs> how are you good, bro? I did have a question. How did you how did you get the nickname Tito? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when I was um when I first came over, I was born in Bahamas, but when I came oh, okay. to Miami, yeah, when I came over to Miami, I used to have I was like light brightest brightest skin, and my hair was like real curly, and you know like the you know the 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 mid must the 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 line. 
but in no mustache, the kid yeah. who grew up. So yeah, yeah. I, had be, I I looked at like basically I looked like El Chapo, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was like El Tito, and they'll be like, nah, like my, cause my name Tori, and they didn't know how to pronounce how yeah. like, my name. They'd be like T. Matter of fact, you look like L. We'll call you L. Tito. It was L. Tito. L. Tito. Tito. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. I love it. I love it. Oh, all right. What's uh, let's let's move into uh, to this part here. So, what is? Uh, tell me about like a major highlight uh, in any of your seasons. What's one thing that you knew? You know that you were like completely on. Like, everything was clicking on that game, and you know that that was probably like the best game of your season, no matter which which one it was. Like the best uh, game of your season. Um, we can see. I can see. I had a few games, but I can see like we played against Auburn. My um, when it was my sophomore season, we played against Auburn, mm-hmm. and like the whole season leading up to it, the whole time leading up to it, everybody on the team like, man, these guys big, these guys this, these guys that, and the whole time I'm like, you know, we are local, we a small school, Alabama State, so it's like, I'm like, I'm big, I'm that, <laughs> like I'm I'm this, like I'm 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 three hundred pounds, like you think I'm, yeah. from, like what you think. They, they just lift more weights and eat more, eat better. They just eat better, not even more than us. Like, they just eat better than us and lift more than us. Like, yeah. But, but I was, and we just walked to that game. We just like, I was just painting. Like, like I had just vengeance on me. Like, we just, I'm just painting them. Like, like I'm, every time, every line up, and like, I'm like, you the guy? Line up. Like, I'm just painting them. Like, it just, yeah, I just went relentless. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Uh, I'm gonna. I have a video here that I want to show. Um, I think it's some highlights during your se- during your senior year uh, over there in uh, in um, in New Mexico, really quick. So I'm gonna show a little bit of those highlights. I have to mute it because if not, we get uh, booted by a YouTube over here. So give me one second, real quick. Let me get that um, all right. Y'all see that? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I think he right. lost connection, but he should be back soon. Yeah. There he is. My bad. Are you good? Yeah, I'm all good. All right. So let me rewind that real quick so we can kind of, if you remember these, like, do you mind guiding us through them? See what your, what was going on through your head over here during the sunset. So this is uh, all right, outside zone. So that's you right there. Look at that. I like how you opened up right for your running back. Just. Getting the hole open for your, for your running back just to go through. Look at that. A, you could drive a truck through that hole, man. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. 66. Look at him. Just. <laughs> wow. Dragged, dragged him off camera. <laughs> to the sidelines. Look at that. Just the blocking ability. How do you get to master something like that? Um, It's just. Honestly. Momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized momentum, momentum kill people more than just doing anything. I just see someone 200, 300 pounds running full speed one way, just take them that way. <laughs> it's hard to stop. If they stop, they like you see like that. If they stop, they go fall. They got to, mm-hmm. now they got to come back to you. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at these. Man, you're just not even giving them a chance. And look at that. You're running. It calls your running back just to go and wow. 
Man, these dudes are like, you know, like you said, 300 pounds. They just throw them like a rag doll. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Look at that right there. So how, what do you how what do you credit to being so good like against the run? Like that's like it looks like that's like your 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 like your really big thing. You're really good against a uh, uh, run blocking. Um, say say again. So what do you credit like what do you um what do you attribute to or like what do you uh what do you what do you think that makes it like the best part of you just being able to do the run block really well? Like what do you what do you attribute to that? Um, just what I say it's just like on to be like just contact. I love you know that banging, the yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the banging, <laughs> just just wanting to just like go hit somebody. You know, a lot of people pull up, a lot of people be big, a lot of people be strong. It's not between people who go take you 10, yeah. 15 yards and get up and want you to do it again, like, or they'll take a shot and. Next, they'll let you get a shot back. Nah, like, if I throw a blow, I'm gonna keep throwing blows. I'm not throwing. Oh blows. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like relentless, like nonstop, basically. I see. It's like you don't. So from what I'm seeing, it's like I've, sometimes when you see like film, and I don't want to, you know, I, I know you see a lot of film, so I don't want you to keep watching much more. <laughs> but um, like uh, I, from from there, it seems like you just don't quit, which is something that you see even with the, with some pros, like you see. Like when whenever you're and I'm not a video guy, you know, to, to say at least I'm never I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be a video guy that can analyze plays and be like, oh, you didn't, blow, you know, whatever. I don't, that's not my thing. But from this, like, it seems like no matter you don't stop pushing even, when, you know, in the middle of a play. Like you see some guys that just kind of like even while the play is still going, they just kind of like stand it. You're still moving. You still got this drive, this motor going, man. So that's what that's what I saw in those in, in those highlights. Uh, from when I was checking out, so yeah, so for you, it's just that more that banging that keep kept, that keep going motivation that kind of keeps you going, or what? Yeah, you then you like you say some people, you find somebody who quit defensive yeah. guys quit mid play, so it's like ah uh, before I see before I have somebody put me on their highlight, I'm gonna put you on mine. So it's like oh. I there you go. Yeah. I love that mentality. There you go. Like before, you put me in somebody else's highlight. I don't. You don't want to be part of somebody else's highlight. You want to make them be a part of your highlight. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. Just go. like basketball, they ain't trying to get posterized. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, in my position is worse than getting posterized. You get put on. You get put on your back. Three hundred pounds. Yep. Drop. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Um, who do so, you emulate your game after? Uh, playing as a guard, who do you try to like to emulate as far as like uh, like other college players, pros? Um, honestly, I just like I watch a lot of I like I watch I just like clean guys. Like I watch a lot of like I can say I watch tackles, guards, centers. Like I don't try to say like put my game after someone. I just take a lot of like little pieces from a lot of people. I can see that. Okay. So, like, yeah, like from kicks, from 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 um pass pros to to the way you run outside zone to where you run inside zone. Like, it's like that's a lot of people who do a lot of good things. So it's like I just try to get it, grasp all the information from everything. But okay. I just, awesome. yeah, yeah, I just play like myself. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just you, I like you emulate like, yourself. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I like that. No, that's cool. I like that. I like that. Um, 
another question I wanted to ask you. So, you know, now that we're getting closer, I mean, besides freaking January, that was like eight months long, we're getting closer and closer to the NFL draft. What are you doing? Um, like almost like as a daily routine of keeping yourself in shape and ready for, you know, for this draft in case, you know, you get the call and, and it's ready to go for you. Like, what are you, what are you doing to just be absolutely ready both mentally and physically? Yeah. Like I'm, um, I have my, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm training with a trainer with a speed and conditioner, a strength and conditioner and an offensive lineman, um, position trainer. So like wake up, I can say, I try to get is for me right night right now probably me stand out uh, me stand up a little later because I'm on I'm on Eastern time that's uh, Central time yeah that's right so, yeah, like I um wake up in the morning try to do like I ain't gonna lie like the little Instagram reels and stuff like a, a lot of people like Instagram social media is what you make it but like I, I be saving like these little clips where like like you like I say about you won't get motivation you just get discipline so like little clips yeah. I try to. Before I scroll on the Instagram, I try to scroll to my notes to click and watch the videos, and they'll just be like, "All right." Instead of me having that, like, "Yeah, I'm just waking up sluggish," but like, like, "F it, let's just go do this now." I do yeah. like uh, push-ups in the morning. Try to um, I I stay in the complex. My grandfather stay in the complex down here, so we're like, it's like a hot tub, or it's like a cold tub. So uh -huh. wake my body up. Then I train um Monday through I train Monday through Saturday. Um we do I do strength and conditioning and I do strength and conditioning position drills on Monday and then strength strength and conditioning from Tuesday to Tuesday to Tuesday to Thursday. Then I do position drills again from um to uh, Thursday, Friday. And it's just um, strength and conditioning, like working on the forty times and uh, you know the everything for yeah. the yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, it seems like you're really on it, man. Uh, we got a couple of comments here. Dang, old says, "Yeah, y'all, this episode <laughs> makes me cry like a little bit." <laughs> Great episode, fellas. He's like, seriously, amazing episode. Thanks for watching, Dang. Well, I appreciate yeah, you. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, when you talk, when you were talking about your brother, I'm like, oh, I got a little emotional too. I'm like trying to fight back. Like it was, that, that hits right here. No nah, man, that was that was that was great. I, I like I said, I didn't expect that answer, but wow, it's it's such a great answer. That's it, like the seriousness in your tone of voice was just like wow. That that is that is great. That is amazing. One one of the better one of the greatest stories that we've heard on our show before. When you know we've had somebody on, man. Uh, yeah, it, it, dude, it seems like you're ready to go. So what? Let's say you know you get this. You know, you let's say you get, you get picked by whatever team. You know. Uh, what would be the first thing you would do with with uh, how do you call it in the uh, for either your for either your family or for charity whatever? What would be the first thing you would do? Oh, um, I don't know. Like I could say, first thing I could probably do, I I probably I don't know. The first thing I really probably do is probably pull it, pull it all out and sit on the bed just to see it, just to see. It. <laughs> yeah. Just to see it be like, whoa, like, like that episode real. of Breaking Bad where he's just like <laughs> laying on the money. <laughs> just be like, whoa, then go put it back in the bank, though. You know, you know, get cash. But, yeah, um, um, I just probably like, I don't know, man. I don't know, like, it's a lot of it's a lot of good people who've been in my life, yeah, who's just looked out, like my mom. I can say, like, 
No, I, I can stay at my mom. Just make sure. I just go take a. I probably go take my mom out. There you go, brother. Straight on a great day. Just spend a, yeah. just spend a whole day on her, man. Just probably just treat her good. Just treat, you know, just probably treat her like a treat her like the queen, man. Just get yeah. Just, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. That's your number one. That's your number one support right there, brother. That, that's how it is. You got to treat, treat your mama right. If you can treat your mama right, that's these volumes of what kind of person you really are, you know? Yes, yeah, sir. Um, love that. I love that. All right. Um, Rios, you got anything else? I feel like I'm taking. I'm sorry, dude. I feel like I'm taking over. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Yeah. So, talk, so, talk about growing up. Though. I know you said you were born, you know, uh, outside the U.S. Like, what was it like growing up? Um, I was there. I was down in Bahamas for like top seven, so it was. It wasn't like you know you can say like, yeah, I don't remember too much. You know you don't remember too much. You're not conscious to like five, yeah. six. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah, I nope. just remember. Um, I just I probably can remember like the first last little months before I moved over to the states. But like, it was just, um, just growing up. I say I don't know beach, um. Come to when I came over to the states, I ain't know about like sports and stuff like football. I just got into football. That's when I got into like the American culture, you know, because like I was raised around like in Little Haiti. I was from I'm like Little Haiti, Miami, Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm raised around like we play soccer, we play baseball, we 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 just we play in the trees, you know, like we play around <laughs> just doing anything. Yeah. So it's like when I went and I got them like the bigger I would get. I went to like a different elementary school and it was like, you know what football is? Can I come play football? I'm like, yeah. um, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta ask my mom. Like, <laughs> Coach, like, I'll pay for you. Like, tell my mom to pay for you. I'm like, all right, tell mom. Like, he said he gonna pay. So, she's like, that. say less. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I just got into like all the sports um, football, basketball. I just kept myself. Occupied throughout the whole year, so yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So now I want to head over to this last part. It's uh, we're gonna try it out with you. You're you're gonna be our our first experiment here. It's a little bit of uh, NFL trivia challenge. It's a game that I literally got at Home Goods, I believe. Uh, (laughs) So it's a little trivia game. Remember, if you get it right or wrong, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. You don't lose or gain anything. Okay. So just about maybe five questions and see. See what you think, okay? All right, uh, I'm gonna quiz you and uh, I guess Rios. All right, let's see who sh- shouts it out first, okay? Um, in 2019, this person became the first quarterback in NFL history to reach 20 seasons in one team. Which quarterback was it? Drew Brees, no, Philip Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, yep. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. It, but that would have been my second choice too if I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Drew Brees would have been my second choice. Yeah, Tom Brady for like thirty-five years. Yeah. Dude, we were—I was in middle school when Tom Brady started playing with the Patriots, and that was back in two thousand. That's how old I am. I was in middle I was, school. I was in my junior year of high school when he won his first Super Bowl. Like you, old man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's how long Tom Brady's been. Uh, yeah. yeah, he went. He was. He was drafted what 2000 2000s flat, huh? I think 99, 2000. Was oh, that the one? He was drafted in uh, 99, I think. 99, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just was, they, my mom and dad was probably just getting it on, trying to make me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, we're about to make Tito. No, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a yeah, there you go. So Tom Brady. All right. Next one. Uh in 2014, what Texan became the first player in NFL history to have 20 or more sacks in two different seasons? Rios, don't say anything because I know you already know. Oh, JJ yeah. Watt. JJ Watt, yes, sir. JJ yeah. Watt. All right, that's number two. All right. Um, all right. Through the number question number three, through the 28. Excuse me. Through the 2018 season, who held the NFL record among tight ends by having five seasons, each with 10 plus touchdown catches? Gronk. Gronkowski. Yes, sir. There you go. All right. Number four. What Titans running back's 99-yard touchdown versus the Jaguars was the longest run from scrimmage during the 2018 NFL season? question oh sorry okay what titans running backs 99 yard touchdown versus the jaguars was the longest run from scrimmage during the 2018 nfl season derrick henry yep derrick henry all right yeah all right and last one wow they all these i just realized all these are from like 2018 all right this one's for you uh t-dope 2018 who became the second NFL player in history to throw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards in a season? Uh, Deshaun Watson? Nope. Rios, you want to steal it? Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes, sir. Kermit. Patrick Mahomes. Kermit the Frog himself. Kermit the Frog himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing for 5,000 5, yards. No. <laughs> <laughs> And let's go, Miss Piggy. No, anyway. So yeah, that's that's that that was it. Oh man, thank you for dude. Thank you for playing. I appreciate you. That was that was really awesome of you. Hey, you know what? Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, it was uh, it was an emotional ride to say the least. That was uh, that that was one of those unforgettable interviews that I know we're gonna have uh, for sure. Right. We 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 laughed and cried. Yeah, all that. What could you ask for? Hey, listen. We wish you the best. Um, during your journey to the NFL, uh, whether you know, you know whether you're you're in, no matter how you get in, you know we wish you the best, and uh, we'll be looking out for your name. Last year when we had those those uh, other NFL draft prospects, we gave them a shout out on Twitter once we found out that they made it. So we'll be doing the same to you, and hopefully you come back and uh, come hang out with us again. You know. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Man, appreciate you guys for having me, man. Guys. Oh. Be- uh, you got one more question. Sorry, Texans22 says, uh, is asking, if you still, uh, one more question, how important do you think team culture is to winning and how will you positively impact the team's culture wherever you go? Um, the, You know, it's nothing. No, every everything has culture. Culture means everything. The way you, the way you guys attack, if it's just a culture of, of, like sometimes you can go somewhere and you can meet what you call losers. Like some guys just some people just okay with giving in. Some people okay with certain things. So like certain coaches like me, like you coming in, I don't come in. I come into every organization and come into like the organization and come to every room of knowing like it's just free. I'm I'm coming to be myself. You don't have to be a me be me be being a bigger guy. Like I don't come in all oh, dirty like you. You let everyone know, like, it's it's all love. You got to come in and just, like, 
it's all love. It's all we all here for each other. There's no hate behind. There's no secret motives behind it. And it's just be yourself. I let everyone know. Like I, I call myself a social comedian. Like I got my, I got my my friends over in Albuquerque. You know that we call my Edgars. <laughs> the Edgars. <laughs> <laughs> you got the haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no chemical. I got. I got. So it's like, you don't have to, I don't have to come and be, I'm from Miami. I have to be a Miami dude everywhere I go. You don't, yeah. you don't have to be something you're not. Be who you are because everyone is who they are because of who they are. You don't have mm-hmm. to. So, yeah, I just, that's what I could bring to um, every organization I come into. There you go. Amazing answer. All right. I never would guess you had, a, you had oh, Edgar friends. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Edgar friends. Doka no chemical. All right, y'all. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. For I, I just keep saying, don't forget to spank that subscribe button. That's right. Spank it like it owes you money. Um, so don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to our YouTube channel at just fans22. Follow our um uh, Instagram account at just fans pod, as it says right there. And of course our X account at just fans pod. Guess what? We're about to hit 8,000 kind of in our X account, 8,000 followers. So that's awesome to, for us. Uh, and Texas 22 says, thank you for a great answer and a great episode. Thanks V. We got to have, we're, we're definitely going to have you in soon. V. Yes, Appreciate you. Man. Uh, and of course, uh, please follow uh, Tito Stafford at, Tito Beal on IG and on X, that exact same tag. Follow his journey, his workouts, whatever he posts, uh, his journey to the NFL. It's something that you don't want to miss. Uh, we expect big things from, from Tito, uh, and we hope to see you in an NFL uh, in an NFL team this upcoming season. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing all like your stories. It, it was a really fun time, and I appreciate you. Don't, don't go just yet. We're just going to end the episode, okay? Um, all right, guys, that's going to be it. Stay tuned for Rio's Wednesday. What do you got going on? Do you sell the, the podcast? The Yeah, so we have Pick and Roll coming up. Where we're basically going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. It's Thursday, so it's going to be a lot of moving parts by Wednesday. So we'll, should be should be a good episode. There you go. There you go. And then um, on Wednesday, also later on that day, I have uh, the wrestling, uh, wrestling Talk Live episode 11. We're going to be talking about Cody Rhodes and The Rock. Uh, all that wonderful stuff um, with rivalry. Uh, <laughs> rivalry, Roman Reigns, and all that stuff with uh, our buddy Bruce X Cal, who you know, great guest to have. And then I think Friday Reels, we're watching our Rockets episode together again. You down against the Pistons? Uh, excuse me, against uh, is it the Raptors again? This Friday? Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think it's still. It might be the Raptors. I'm not. I'm not mistaken. I'm getting back. I'm getting into basketball again, uh, Tito. Sorry. So. Uh, <laughs> Real's a big basketball guy. I'm getting into it again. So we've been watching a few like epi- uh, Rockets, uh, 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 how do you call it, games on on live on stream here. It's been pretty good. So I thought it was the Raptors, isn't it? The ninth. Oh yeah, it is the Raptors. Oh yeah, there you go. So what are the, what are the odds? Back to back Fridays. <laughs> there you go. Back to back Fridays. All right. Again, big shout out to Tito. Wishing you the best, brother. Don't go just yet. And that's gonna be it for us. See y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Yes, sir. Southwest Ailey, Texas, throw down here and it's so infectious. We ride for the Houston Astros, Rockets, Dynamo, and them Texans. If you ain't never been down here, but rule number one, you gon' respect us. Just
fans hear my speakers, new ones drop, they bout to bless us. I might write through the squad, playing just fans right through your spot. Look, and I don't know what you thought, but right here, dog, we gon' wrap the squad. Got H and you with my fitted, then I'm my jersey.